Hello, lovelies. This is Brenda McCullough, and welcome back to the Best Season Podcast, episode 34. So, um, I had a episode started um, last week. Um, I think it was Tuesday I started it, which is usually when I record um, and get some stuff ready to go. And I was like, oh, last episode was New Year. Better me. I'm going to stem from that. Um, unfortunately, I got not great news on Wednesday, and that sort of halted my podcast for the week. Um, so I'm going to just talk about it a little bit in my podcast episode today. Not going into too much details, but because going into details won't tell anything, it won't change the outcome. Um, but just so you're all, you're my husband, me, Brooks, we're all fine and healthy. Um, but on Wednesday last week, so day before my birthday, January 11th, um, I was told unexpectedly that my job was going to be eliminated due to budget cuts or budgetary reasons. So, um, no fault of my own. And they, and, um, they told me how fantastic of a nurse and them and that I show, show, um, leadership skills and, you know, it was nothing that I did wrong that they had part of a worker I am that it wasn't anything to do with me as a nurse, but it was just due to it. They couldn't see having an nurse in our inpatient unit for a hospice. Um, and it was something, something, um, I think before I had expected it maybe just because, um, we had had the talks before, before, but I was told many times that, you know, to them with my concerns and offered to work the floor and floor that they told me, don't worry, you know, no reason to change position, position um, internally that everything would be okay. We need your admissions job. So that fear internally of losing my job before months ago sort of vanished, not, not like slowly went away as, you know, we stayed busy in the inpatient unit, getting admissions, busy helping on the floor, um, doing orders, doing all these things to help my teammates. And so Wednesday, when I got told the news, um, it was pretty earth shattering for me. As you know, before I've talked about hospice in the hospice episode that I did earlier on when I started this podcast, um, and I can't remember if I went in, I started there, but I'm assuming I did, but, um, my there years ago and actually passed, um, in the inpatient unit at Truman house. So finding out that, um, my time here was where I wanted to be, was going to be affected was very hard because, um, there's no open homes in the inpatient unit right now. So blow was really hard um despite my communication over the months of my um of course it happened when there was no job positions available in the IPO so I was given the option of going to another position internally which was um, an outfield option which was to go visit people in homes but I never liked being being myself um and, and feel comfortable with that and that's not where my heart is it's my heart is hospice, but just that 
schedule and stuff, I just, it would be, would be, um, so I just was like, I don't know if that's going to be best suited for me at the time. So, um, it was really hard to hear the news that my position wasn't needed anymore, even though I felt like I did many things to prove that it was my work, the long shifts, the long nights of charting, helping help the team, helping my manager, like doing all these things and being flexible and uh, to hear that I wasn't needed was a real big blow. Um, and honestly, it just felt like a bad dream. It felt like a nightmare to me. And I know there's worse things in the world to go through and through on that. But at that moment, it felt everything to me um, that was being taken away um, because this was my dream job. This was where I've always wanted to work. And I hit that milestone in my life and I just felt so good about myself. And as a nurse, I felt like I was giving great care to my patients, um, going above and beyond. And, and hear that the position was felt to be a luxury, luxury when it didn't feel like feeling, um, just because it is a lot of hard work. It's long, it's, it's spending a lot of time and an admission can take up to four, four um, and, um, three to four a day. So, so. And last week was a rough week because we had we ends a day. So I did I did missions total over a few day time period, which is a lot of um, and exhausting and mentally exhausting. And then to find out that you're lo- that you're going to be losing your job for something that you didn't do um, um, is really really because it felt like still you know, I went above and beyond and did my hardest work and my proudest work. It wasn't enough to secure my job. Um, which is honestly, it's hard, it's devastating and being the nurse I am, I have a very big heart, um, especially for hospice ever as in, in life, no matter what they've done, what they've gone through, I feel like deserves to die peacefully, um, because no one, you don't, I've seen some deaths that are not peaceful and trust me, it's, it's horrible to see for people to know if they're going to heaven, going to hell. We see that, that I don't think people understand unless you see that yourself, but, um, my work and is to be there for that no matter what, no matter where you go. And I felt super good at my job. I felt like I did a thorough job of being with families, educating them, being with patients as they pass. So, so again, just having it stripped and finding out that it wasn't enough what, um, took a real big hit to, to my self-esteem, which... If you've listened to any episode of this podcast, I think you know that my self-esteem is not great. So when having this happen, um, it was a big, a big self-esteem. I felt I felt worthy enough. I didn't feel good enough. I felt like I didn't do enough. And that's why I, it got right. Got, and so there was a lot of anger. Um, I tried to, in my thing, my were like me. Any range of emotion leads to tears. If I'm too happy, if I'm too sad, if it's anything, any range of emotion, I cry. I wish I didn't, but that's how I am. And so I kept it together with 
my manager and my DON. But then, um, as soon as we, as we met, my manager wanted to speak with me to like talk to me and make sure I was okay. Um, I couldn't hold it in. And then she let me have time to myself, which was good because good, I needed the time to myself. Um, and so I was left in the library at work and just cried. I just cried and cried and cried. And even when I moved back over to the alcove, which is our like our nurses station, when I went back over, I I was had my bangs down, so I was trying to cover my red eyes um, and try to show that nothing was wrong. And everyone's like, "Hey, you okay? You okay? You okay? I'm okay, fine, fine." And it took everything I had to keep it together without crying. Just escape into the bathroom and cry. Um, and I might get emo. Shit, I might get emotional. Ugh, don't get emotional, Brenna. Um, throughout the episode, and I'm sorry if I do, but it's still very real to me right now because it's very strong feelings. But I would try and escape and go to a different area and let out tears. I went outside and called my husband because I just got news that I had to either I got the option of the of the outfield position, and if I didn't take it, I had to move on. Was what was said. So being told to move on was hard. So next steps was talking to my husband and my husband was very upset. Not at me, obviously. He was just upset about the situation. Um, but we, he, again, my husband, I swear, I don't know what I did to I did him. I really don't. Um, he, and if you all know, Tyler has this like rough exterior of like being all like brass and he's not, he's, just has the wool, the wool and the kindest heart. And he just said, said, no matter what, it will be okay. It might not feel like it'll be okay, but I promise it will. And he's like, you'll find something. And he said, they'll be lucky to have you. And bobbing in the phone, like, I was like, okay, okay. I'm like, I just got to get together, but it's going to be really hard. Cause I, it was at the beginning of my shame. the rest of the day to work. Um, and we got slammed with admissions. So it was like four admissions throughout the day, um, keeping us busy. So it didn't, really hit me until after I got home that night. So I got Brooks, got him to bed, um, after having, um, his milk, got him to bed and everything. And then I had to go to sleep because he had to chart because I didn't have time to finish at work. So I was turning till one o'clock in the morning. Um, cause even just doing missions, I couldn't get it done in that time frame because there were so many. So, um, I went to bed and then I woke up around, of course, Brooks woke up early, like 7.30. So I was like, great. But when he woke up on his show, she got him breakfast. And then I just sat there and just thought and processed everything that I had just gone through. And that morning, it was my birthday. So um, on my birthday morning, um, I just was thinking to myself and praying for God to lead me in the right direction. And if anyone's like me, I have a lot of talks with God in the car. That's like my praying time and my venting time. So it was a lot of venting last week. So God forgive me. Um, but once I processed everything, I sent an email to my manager, my director, just of my thoughts because I didn't really say me saying because it was a big blow. So I think I was in shock. Um, and so nothing really I could process at that time. So I processed everything, sent an email 
And I, I let my heart out. I let my anger out and just said, you know, and remain professional of my feelings, um, asking of why, like in more in depth, but I won't go into detail, but I was more in depth in my email. Um, and they wanted to meet again, but today was another day of four admissions where we were slammed again. So it was just exhausting. So Friday was the next meeting that I had with management. And they answered my questions. And my biggest thing is, you know, if I decide not to take that position, which originally wanted me to choose by Friday, but I chose on Monday, I asked if I could extend it to talk to my husband because I only really see him on the weekends. So they answered my questions and it might not have been what I wanted to hear, but they gave me the time. So um, I do appreciate the time that they gave me, but it didn't make it any easier. I think it made me more and more and upset. And I thought maybe it would make a difference and it didn't. And that's okay. I tried. And that's what I thought of is at least I tried. Um, And later that evening or that afternoon, I had sent a follow-up email saying, okay, well, if I decide to move on hypothetically, you know, just so I could give my husband the options of what to expect. I said, if I move on, do I have to leave Monday? Like, is that my last day? Because with budget, I wasn't sure. So I said, would I have to leave Monday or would I have, or could I work out a notice? And so they, they allowed to think about it and they said they would give me two weeks, which the notice normally is for. But, um, so that weekend, again, Saturday, Tyler took me out for my birthday and we just talked about that. And I tried not to be emotional because I don't want to be emotional for my husband, but like Friday night, I was doing good. I felt better. Still, the feed felt better. And then I swear, like on Instagram or Facebook, there's movies, there's videos that just really hit in the feels of what you're going through. And there was a video by Jesse J um, that said, oh, let me look it up. Um... It pretty much, because I don't want it to like it, um, but it pretty much said that um, when you're at the table um, where you're not being fed, yet you bring a plate of food, um, but you're not being fed at that table or not gaining anything from it, I guess. So it's, you know, metaphor. Um, you politely believe. Um, and it was more eloquent and beautiful what she said, but it was pretty much if you're giving the effort, if you're taking the time, giving, giving, putting your all and you're not receiving it, then it's time to move on. And when I heard that, I knew my decision was pretty much made, but I was like, I'm still going to think about it. But that hit so hard. Um, it hit so hard here. That, that, because I felt like I gave my all, all or my plate was pouring over. I felt like I would like so much. And the fact that that was it, that that, that this, that the it for this time of my life, it was so, so, so hard to understand. And so I, I heard that my husband was on his Xbox, um, which is I, he has that where that's his little release from the week is to play Xbox. So that's what 
he does. And I'm sitting on the couch and he went up to use the bathroom or get a drink or something. And I literally just looked at him and he's my safe space. So just like, yeah, like, you know, everything's going to be okay. When I see Brooks, I know everything's going to be okay. And when I saw him and he stood up, my, I just, my lips started quivering. Um, I started bawling because I just didn't understand. And Tyler just looked at me and he's like, oh, baby, like, it'll be okay. And I think it was hard, it was hard because he knows my nose. He knows, he knows how much I love and how much I, how hard I work to get to where I am and that this has been my dream. And he just, he just, he just felt so bad and like he felt like he couldn't do anything. Um, but just seeing his face and seeing Brooks's face as he was asleep and sleep just knew that as hard as it was going through this, I know I'd be okay because I had them. And they got, they're the ones that got me through it. Um, and my mom and dad and my sister and all, my whole entire family was there. And my friends. Um, so, did, um, so Saturday when we went out, I tried my traditional because I didn't want to eat night. And it was for my birthday. So, um, I went out. We talked about it a little bit just because I was like, so what should I do? And we just sort of went into details of you know, you know, what, what all that entailed from what they told me. And so Monday was getting ready to come around and it was Sunday night. I was trying to pry into things still and, um, talked to Tyler a little earlier, you know, I went to bed and, um, I knew that I, I wasn't going to take the position, but again, I got tearful and that Jay, Jay, I kept playing on the real, the repeat because I knew that this is, I needed to stick with my decision, even though it was the most difficult decision of my life. Um, it's not where, where I wanted to be. The IPU was where I wanted to be and to not be there. I know I'd be doing the work for my patients, but it wouldn't be, my heart wouldn't be in it as much and I wouldn't feel as comfortable. So, um, and the way things panned out too that week, um, I just felt so much betrayal. And I talked before between your worth and all that. And I know it's hard to know your worth, but for one, when I was talking about earlier of being confident in myself and low self-esteem, this time of my life, this this thing that happened with work. Um, and the way things planned, panned out, I didn't think it was the way it should have went. I think it was poor, but that's my side of it. I know that's not maybe their side of it, but I knew I knew Sunday night into Monday morning, Monday morning, but Sunday night, I this overwhelming feeling. And I think it was only God, um, that could give me this feeling, but I just thought, thought, you know what? I'm not going to give it any more of my time. I know my worth. I know that I have my rough days. I know they know I might not be the most confident, but I'm confident that I didn't deserve it. I didn't deserve what happened, that I deserved better. I deserved so much better. And I felt proud. I felt proud in how I felt. I felt confident that I knew my worth and that I deserved it. And I went into that mindset on Monday. So 
um, Monday morning came around and I had been praying. My mom, everyone texted me saying, hey, we're praying for you. Um, and I went in Monday, Monday into work. I started 10 o'clock. So I went into work. Um, and on my way in, like on the drive there, I was obviously praying to God to give me guidance, guidance, that courage, to give me that confidence. And then I put Taylor Swift reputation album on to feel like a badass bitch that morning. And honestly, it did. It helped me stay confident. It made me still feel confident in my decision to know how and how I felt about everything. And um, I waited for waited for out of a meeting. And then we went over to my DLN's office. And I had my letter in my hand and I was very confident. And I are on the table. table. Um, I know this isn't what you want to hear, but my decision is no on that other position. It's in the IPU and it'll always stay there. My team is there. Um, and I want you all to read my letter. And my letter was very thought out. And I said, everything in my email and in my letter is all I have to say right now. Um, I know my worth. And with that transpired this past few days, I told them I knew I deserved better. Um, and they might not agree with that, and that's okay. Um, I feel like I deserve deserve. And I asked about being able to work a four-week notice because I said I don't have a job, so I need to find a job. Um, my family depends on my job. So, um, uh, and I was willing to stay PRN, which some of you are probably like, Brenna, why'd you stay PRN? Um, but I wanted to keep my foot in the door because hospice, it's not my end with hospice. Um, just in general, I love taking care of my patients. I love end of life care, um, because it's so beautiful being able to help a family and I couldn't give it up just yet, but I said, I'll stay. I'll stay. Um, again, please read my letter of resignation. Um, I think you all need to, to read it. And I don't know if they ever did and did, but, um, and I said, if that's all you need, I'm going to go back over to, you know, the alcove, whatever. Um, and so I got up and I walked out of the office and I felt proud. I smiled because I knew that I finally had the confidence to just stand my ground and know how I felt that I deserved better, that I knew my worth, that I know what happened. I knew what, how I felt about it. it. Feelings were valid. So, so. I went right over in the alcove and then I cried. I know. But I think it was just all the pent up anger and frustration and sadness and sorrow are up. And I just had to let it. And I felt confident in my decision. And I talked with my manager a little bit afterwards. And, uh, you know, I think you know, I heard for every, um, at my work. And I'm just great. There's great weeks left with them. I'm glad that I have that time time be them and help them. Um, with everything going on, because I know cause things are going to be valid too. Um, and I'm not saying that I will mope around and be sad, because I am. Like earlier, just talking about that stuff made me cry again. Um, it's hard. It's hard when you have a dream and it's sort of just swept out from under you, and especially if it's nothing that you did. And that's something that they kept saying: is it's nothing you did, Brenna. It really is nothing that you did. It's just the universe, and I get it. Uh, today, today sucks, so I know that it will be hard, hard hit. We went through, we went, 
Um, and we got through it together and just my heart hurts, but I hope that with this decision that we are here 20, 30 years down the line, because I believe in what we offer, we're one of the best. Um, but I want you want you that if you're going through this type of heartache of losing a job or anything that causes it to go through grief, because I felt like this was almost grieving a loss, um, not almost, but it was, but it, some of the similar steps that you go through, there's the anger, um, there's, there's just so many steps that you go through and it's, you know, it is a loss. It is a huge loss for you. Um, so if you've gone through something similar, um, um, I've, I'm here for you. I understand the defeat that you must be feeling in this, the, how you must feel so upset and discouraged, but I just, I didn't, whether you, whether God or not, um, God's the one that's helped me through those, through those, but also my family. So just lean into in your family and friends, um, and lean into them and know that no other opportunities are ahead. Um, did I think my 2020 was going to start out like this? Absolutely not. Um, I, I did not want this to start my year, but sometimes it just don't go our way. And I really believe that what right now may be for the better, better. Have, a, have my heart that, that something good is going to come out of this, that something better will come out of this. That's what's helping me get through is knowing that I did my best. I voiced how I felt and I didn't lose my voice. I kept strong and steadfast through, through this entire process the past week. Um, and I know that I'll look back looked and say, you know, I thought that this was, this was it and now, you know, I, I really do believe that. So just the, this earth shattering and just awful moment in my and know that there's far worse things that can be going on. And I think this is just a redirection. Um, and I think we go through a lot of redirections in life. Um, but this is one of the big ones. And I know I'll get all, I know, I know um, the support I have is unmatched. And the love I feel is unmatched. Um, I can feel your prayers working for me. And I'm full for that. Um, um, I don't know how I got so lucky to have so much love in my life. Um, so much faith, so much of you present in my life, but just know that I love you all. And I'm so grateful. I wouldn't have gotten through this week without those of you. Um, I just, and I hope that those that are going through something similar, just know that I'm be praying for you too. And that I hope that you find, find redirection that leads lead something beautiful. Um, uh, lead you to something thing where you can go somewhere and Meet people that know your worth, that know, hey, that girl is a boss ass bitch, you know, or he, or he knows what he's what you know. Don't, don't deteriorate of, of something, something that was my thing was I was full, full and ready to just talk bad about myself, to talk negatively. Like what, what could I have done better? Why did this happen? What could I have done better? 
and right now I know there was nothing that I could have done better. I did my best work. And that I can be proud of. I can be proud of the work that I did. I can be proud of how hard I can be proud of how I handled things despite this negative that happened in my life. I can be proud how I've become in this process. Already in the first month of 2023, I feel like I've grown leaps and as a person, um, I now feel like I can stand my ground more. I know that I'm strong. I know that I'm worth it. And nothing is going to change that. Nothing's going to make me feel unworthy because everything I did, did um, I'm not I'm a nurse, but I'm a damn good nurse. And I will do everything to, to be there for my, you know, my teammates. I will always be one to care about the quality of care about the patient care that we give. That's something that I'm so very strong about. I feel very, um, um, God, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I'm very passionate. I'm very passionate about those things to make sure that sure we know so many people that are being cared for in nursing facilities or the hospital or stuff. It's short staffed anywhere you go. Um, and you know, I don't I don't want patients to be treated badly. I want them to get the best care possible. And that's what we give at the inpatient unit and in to we give fantastic care. Um and I know that when I spoke about those things and mentioned my concerns about those things, I felt good about it because I knew I was fighting for a cause that I believed in. I was fighting for my team. I was fighting for myself. Um, and I knew that I was worth of something better. I deserved better than that. And I know I might be angry for a while or upset, but I can be confident in myself to know that I did the best I could. I was strong. I was resilient in my efforts. Um, and even though nothing, I know that right, there's no good from it for me because I was looking for a job. I have to leave my leave job less and less now. Now I have to change life around, but it's all how you have in the redirection of your life. And I believe any of you going through that is going to find your journey like I do. And it might be a, it might not be a fantastic journey. It might be a difficult journey. We might not find exactly what we love yet, but I know, I know it's just, it'll be all in God's timing and I'll find, I'll find the job for me where I will continue to give fantastic care. I'll continue to love my patients and love my team and support them. Um, and even with leaving the inpatient unit, I will still support my team and be there. And the days where I can come in and help them as being as a nurse still with the ability, I can still come and see and see them and enjoy the atmosphere again. So it's not all done. It's not all said and done yet. It's just a change. It's a shift. Um, but I know it'll get better. And I've been on and off emotionally 
of being emotional due to being sad and emotional to being happy because I'm so proud and proud and that's the thing I ever say hard, but I've got a shit these past few years and, and just the past week and I'm proud of what I did. I'm proud of standing my ground of, of being an advocate and I'll continue to be that. I'll continue to be in their percent. And I love that for me. I love this new me of feeling empowered and confident in great, great own skin and in my own voice. Um, I've one that I've always been always more quiet, more go with the flow. Brenna, just do your job, your job, stay quiet and you're good to go. But for me, it's not okay to stay quiet anymore. You've got to stand your ground. You got to stand up for what you believe in. You've got to have a voice. Um, Long gone or gone of me being walked over, um, of being too nice. Um, I'll still be one to have a hard, hard, treat others the way you want to be treated. I'll keep that golden rule in my life, but I'm never, I'm not going to be walked on again. Um, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stand my ground. I'm going to stay confident in me. I'm going to know my worth and I'll get to the best me there is. And I think 2020 three is that year. Um, and I feel confident in that. I've not in saying that because I feel good. I know, I know that times like these are going to come, but even though this no expected, I did the best lesson of my life so far. Um, and another thing is too, for any, for any mom, don't ever let a job, um, dictate your life. Your life. Um, I always had, I've been having a good work life balance with this job. Um, but just know they will replace you at any job, but at home you won't be. And this really hit home for me too, is, um, showing I've always known family is most important, but this really just hit the nail on the head of, okay, like this is why you choose family. This is why you choose family. You choose love over a job because no matter how hard you work, no matter what good you do, you never know what can happen. And a lot with budget things, things are unexpected, but your family is going to be there no matter what, when a job isn't. And for me, this made me realize so much and I'm so grateful for it. Um, if I would have heard this podcast episode on Wednesday after I got this news, I'd have been like, Brenna, you can fuck right off. Right off. But now, being, being a week ahead of what happened, um, I know that this was just a blessing in disguise. It might not have felt that at the time, but it's truly a blessing. And it helped me grow as a person. This is the most growth I've felt I've so quickly in a long time. And honestly, it feels good. It feels good to feel strong in my body, feel strong as a person, feel strong in my efforts and in my opinions. And I'm just damn proud of who I've been this week. Um, but again, I have to give credit where it's due and it's to my, to my family, to my husband, um, he literally, 
My husband saved me this week, and so did Brooks. Just coming home and seeing their face. I Okay, everything's going to be good. Everything's going to be all right because I have those two. I have those two in my life, and I have my family in my life, and that's what that's all I need. Um, I know I now, and um, I shouldn't say now. I knew wondered, but I was one that was always, you know, so confident in my job and things like that. But things can happen. Things did happen, but. No matter how hard you work or what you do, a job is replaceable. And I know that time with family is so precious. So um, I'm so grateful for this lesson that God gave me despite despite the hardships. Um, this lesson was so important to me um, and I think was needed. I didn't think it would ever be where... I needed to go, but, um, I'm glad I went through this. I'm glad that, um, I went through this experience because it made me a stronger Brenna. It made me a better me. Um, so the new year better me was foreshadowing for this week's episode. Um, it wasn't the, I expect it's the stronger mentally prepared, um, and knowing, knowing my worth and so grateful. I'm so grateful. Um, and again, thank you to my family. Um, thank you to everyone. And I'm telling you so many people reached out and please know the love I love is inexplainable. Um, the love I felt over me the past week has just been amazing. Everyone checking in to make sure all is okay and the supportive words. Um, I never expected much support ever. And the fact that you guys were all there for me um, is remarkable um, and beautiful. And I'm so grateful that God gave me you people um, in my life because he knew I needed you. He knew I knew your comfort, comfort, every comment on a post, every text message, every phone call, every prayer, right? Every positive thought that you sent me, I feel that present now. And my heart is so, so it's so happy. And, and yes, there is moment, moments that hit me and moments of anger. But I know I did. I made the right decision. I know that this is just a reason. And all will be, I have God in my corner. I have my family in my corner. Um, and it's been, it's been one hell of a ride the past week, but I'm grateful. Um, Again, like I said, my prayers to everyone that's going through something similar. Um, I definitely, definitely are going through. And if you need to talk about it, please reach out. Um we can vent together. <laughs> um, and last but not least, um, and they might not even hear this, but to my IPU family, I love so much. It's been one of the greatest honors of my life to side some of the best nurses I've ever known. 
the love that you give each one of your patients and each one of your families is something something um the work that you do please know is incredible and despite this chaos that has happened just, just that you are so valued you are so loved and the work you're doing it means so much and i know you won't have me there um but i know you guys will be okay because you guys together um but no i love you guys so much and your support has been incredible as well um but i but i so much this decision was no reflection on my team he, um, that's what made it the hardest to move to um and even it it, 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 it was the hardest decision of my life, but no, it was no reflection on you guys. Um, I'm so grateful for what we what, and I know you'll continue to do it well, and I know you'll give your very best every single day, but no, I love you, and I'll miss you all, but just keep doing the work that you do, because there's no one else can, that can do it as great as you guys, so I love you so um, but yeah, so this is my little synopsis of the past week. I thank every one of you for listening. Um, I didn't cry as much as I thought I would, so check in my box. Um, thank you all for listening. Snow love. I hope that next week I can bring you a little bit more joyful episode, maybe an update coming up as well with my job search. Um, if you guys have leads on jobs. Um, um, I would love that. I've looked at a few remote options just to stay at home and a couple other options as a nurse. So I'm hoping to hear some callbacks and interviews have them set up within the next week or so. Um, but in the meantime, this weekend, I am on a trip to Hawking with my entire family. My mom and dad, um, gifted it to us for Christmas. So, Everyone's all going together. Um, we're going to go hiking and we're staying in this beautiful, beautiful, with a cool game room. There's a kid's room, room, a movie theater. So I'm super, super excited. And just to be able to be able to read a good book, drink some coffee and be out in the world. And honestly, I could do that at home because I live out in the country, but it's different when you're someone, you're something mean. Um, and there's a hot tub, so I'm going to enjoy the hot tub, but I'm very excited, excited little mental reset to go on a hike and just be one with nature and just mentally have that clarity. Um, I think it's going to be well needed and well, well needed, much needed. Um, so I'm very excited about that. Um, um, yeah, um, that's what I have, what I have so far, but again, thank you for the prayers. If you can continue those prayers, I'd be so grateful. Um, Again, just thank you for listening today, you guys. You, um, having this little outlet has been my therapy. I've told you that before. And especially in this episode, this was so good to get off my chest and just be open, open with you guys of what's been going on. But know that I am okay. All will be. Will be. It's just a bump in the road. Um, and good. So I love you guys. Love you. Thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you guys soon with a, with a lifting episode, I hope, next week. Have a great week, you guys. Love you. Bye.